Welcome back to our podcast, Mama, You're Okay. We are here with the part two of our episode, Mama, You Will Be Okay with Your Body Image. Last week, we talked about our body image journey through pregnancy, how our relationship with exercise and weight affected our mindset during pregnancy. In today's podcast, we continue this story through the end of our pregnancy journey and into our body image for after birth. It is a continuous fight to maintain a healthy mindset, and by talking about it, we hope it gets a little easier for you too, especially as you listen and realize you are not alone in thinking the way you do. So wherever you are, put your headphones on, crank up the sound, and remember, mamas, you will be okay. So on the day that I went into labor, um, I was due for an ultrasound the next day or two or something like that because mm-hmm. I was almost at 39 weeks. I was at 38 mm-hmm. weeks. So um, that morning, they it was one of my midwives, and she said, oh, you you needed an ultrasound. Why don't we just go ahead and do it here at the hospital? Because you're not quite dilated, but you are in labor. Like, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just go and check you out. Okay. So there's a, a, a curve, like a... a, a Oh, what do you call it? Like a chart to see chart. like how, how big your baby is, 90th percentile, 10th, whatever, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And the doctor and the midwives have always told me, we don't worry until it's the 10th percentile, okay? Mm-hmm. As far as the size goes, like okay. your, your baby, if it's in the tw- uh, 20th percentile, your baby's still good. It's just going to be on a smaller side. Mm-hmm. And they kept telling me, you're 5'1", your husband's also like, not a giant. So you're right. probably going to have a smaller baby. So they kept reassuring me on that. Um, but again, since I was so close, they're like, oh, let's just do your ultrasound here at the hospital. We do the ultrasound. And uh, Stephen was there with me and they do it. They check everything. And they, the lady said, oh, your baby is measuring four pounds and uh like eight ounces or something like that and that obviously it's just calculation of measurement from the mm-hmm. from the ultrasound and she's yeah. like, that's that's kind of small or whatever it was and um they give that we come back and i'm like that's really small he has only gained like a couple ounces since the last time they measured me or whatever and i was started freaking out i'm like and then again all that mindset of did i not eat enough did i not do all of this comes flooding back and so i'm in tears and the doctor krista um the the midwife was like well you're 11th percentile you're 11th percentile i'm like what does that mean and so then the surgeon uh, my doctor my doctor was um uh talking to the midwife and she was like yeah no everything's good we don't worry until it's the 10th. You're 11th percentile. We're good. Everything is fine. Um, but what, oh and so, so the, <laughs> right. It's like 1%, does 1% really matter? But apparently it does. So she was just trying to reassure me. And she said, um, well, so here's the thing. I'm going to send you home. Um, I'm going to give you some drugs because you're obviously in pain, but like, cause those contractions started to come. So, um, I'm going to send you home though, just to see if labor does progress. And if it doesn't, then you just stay home. But if it doesn't happen today, we definitely want to schedule you to come in and to induce your labor if it doesn't happen before that, because we believe that by the 39th week, you will be below that 10 percentile. Right. Especially at the rate that he was coming. Yeah. Because I don't think that they didn't think that I would make it to the 40th percentile. 
Well, needless to say, I had baby, had Carter that night. So that I, night, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. I, okay. I, I was in labor, and I, I progressed after I got home and stuff. So, oh, wow. okay. so, anyways, like long story short, all of that mentality of I didn't need enough, I didn't do enough for Carter was just so overwhelming. Was he four pounds when he was born? He was, um, well, five pounds. Why don't I remember? Okay pregnancy brain here, whatever, mommy brain. I don't remember how big he was, but he was like five pounds. Five pounds. So he was, yeah. Wow. Oh, this is terrible. I'll remember in the next podcast how, how big <laughs> Sorry he was. to spring that on you. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so that was Carter. And then like Riley, she was, she was like six, right? Yeah. So she, throughout my whole, the, the weirdest thing about the two pregnancy is that like with Carter, we were so like monitoring him so much but because his labor pregnancy everything was fine with riley like i had two ultrasounds maybe like mm -hmm. you're fine everything's fine your weight's fine everything's fine i gained 25 pounds with her i was fine like uh, i had definitely prepared myself a little bit more mm -hmm. um that 145 was okay like don't worry about it so i was definitely in a healthier state of mind with riley uh, with pregnancy and stuff. Um, good. yeah, but I also, the, the hardest part on her was like, because of that pelvic issue that mm, I had so with Carter, pain, yeah. I didn't, um, recover enough. Cause I didn't go to a pelvic specialist oh. and then I got pregnant with her and then I hurt myself during pregnancy. And so I didn't exercise as much with Car Riley. I like I said, barely went to, how did you hurt yourself class. with Riley? Oh, maybe I shouldn't ask. No. Oh. Um, it was running that 5k no way <laughs> it was all that running i thought that because i was do the classes up to then yeah you i was the i was thing, at the right? like yeah leslie's thing and look i um i def i wanted to do it for myself because i hadn't exercised up, up until that point because i so i'm like i need to do so something you started running during pregnancy basically which is so, which you're which not you're supposed, supposed to do, to do. I just called you out. I'm so sorry. I, no, don't. I, I should have called myself out, but <laughs> no, I, I thought like I can do this because yeah. I, cause you thought maybe I, I could, yeah. Cause I was working now and I was going to classes or whatever, but I hadn't, I wasn't running, running. but I had, I thought that I was fit enough to do this. And like I said, we well, were walking more than good, running. And that's a good thing to maybe discuss even with everyone. Cause mm -hmm. maybe, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like learn thinking, from my mistakes well please. you know that's the thing is like you want to think like maybe even if you know when the doctors say if you haven't been doing that before there's a reason for that because yeah. like you said because i mean i would have thought the same thing like oh well you're you know you do doing these fitness classes and mm -hmm. whatever but, but there's some things that you can hurt yeah, yeah. I, and in my situation is because i had hurt my pubic bone before and so that's where it aggravated it mm -hmm. and so then i so um, was the separation worse then i the feel running, it was just, just so yeah it was so tender like and by it was second trimester by that time right yeah and so um i was using the belly band and everything but it was still like the extra weight and the mm -hmm. impact of the running was definitely aggravating it more and so then after that i'm just like after i ran that 5k i'm like i'm done and then yeah. i just did yoga once a week <laughs> that was it um and i there was a little voice in my head still who's like, you need to work, you need to work out. You're going to get fat. You're going to like, you can't be gaining all this weight, but, um, I definitely ate more cookies and whatever with Riley. <laughs> so whatever. what was your, what was your biggest pregnant? Did you have any pregnancy cravings specifically with Carter or Riley? <laughs> yes. This is just a side <laughs> note. I just suddenly decided that we would do this. 
No, Sorry. Carter. It was olives and pickles. Oh, oh my god. Oh, I, I okay. Acid like finish. Oh, and lemonade. Like and lemonade. I had okay. heartburn, but oh my god, <laughs> lemonade was the only thing that sounded good. So funny that and, you had heartburn, but you wanted all the acidic things. Yes. Yeah, and I it, I wanted um olives and i don't normally go out for olives but i came back from shopping one day with little containers of olives and steven hates olives so he was like what the heck are we supposed to do with that i'm like i'll eat it i'm gonna eat it <laughs> green so, olives or black olives or it didn't matter um the brinier the better so like kalamatas like i really okay. wanted those um yeah not not the green ones but yeah definitely kalamatas okay. um with Riley, it was the, like, I had bad heartburn that I couldn't, like, I was chugging milk. Like, mm -hmm. I needed something dairy. I was like eating Tums, the chewable Tums, like candy. Like, oh I was literally gosh. popping those every every second. Anything acid t sounded terrible. Like, I could not yeah, do it. I would think that would be, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> so, what was yours? Mine, okay, so what's, what's funny is I don't typically crave Taco Bell. Like, I, I understand Taco Bell is trash, but listen, <laughs> listen here. So during my pregnancy, all I wanted was bean burritos from Taco Bell. That's all I wanted. Like, I, it was just like, I was like, Kurt, we need to go to Taco Bell. We need to go to Taco Bell. And he was like, you never want to go to Taco Bell. It's like, listen, that's what I need in my life. I don't that's think I've been back since I had. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. I do like their chicken and cheese quesadillas. Oh, my God. They're good. It's a good time. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It was a weird, I don't know. And it was funny, Wendy, our studio, uh, our fitness studio owner, she said she craved Taco Bell. Really? Her. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what is it about Taco Bell? And their mild sauce. It was like, I could drink oh, those really? packets. I was like, give me that mild <laughs> sauce. I'm all about it. I was, obs I remember, I can vividly remember how much I was just like, give me these packets of sauce. I was crazy. That's yeah. so funny. I don't know. It was weird. Um I think Stephen learned with Carter that he had to go get me a Wendy's lemonade, like a giant thing of lemonade. <laughs> um, with Riley, like the drink wise, I really wanted the Panera's um, Passion Fruit Green Tea. <gasps> and I drank so much of that. That was because mm -hmm. it wasn't acidic, but it was still fresh. And it was and, fun. Yeah. Whew, yeah. So definitely drank a lot of that. Um, but yeah, with, oh, I, I, I don't know what it was, but one day I know I wanted more greasy things with Riley. And so like, I, I don't eat Big Macs, but I feel like I ate like three or four of those, like Heck yeah. pretty constantly Absolutely. Um, during pregnancy with Riley. So there was that. <laughs> and McDonald's fries, but that's like a craving I always have. So that was not just in pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. I just love McDonald's fries, but anyway. <laughs> um, with all of this to say, just eat what you want, ladies. Like, yeah. I mean, fuel your body. Fuel your like, body. Probably enjoy. not like, oh, don't eat a lot of Big Macs like I did, but like, probably good things. Fill it with good yeah. things. Yeah, like, like, I think that's something that's so important is rather than like filling your mind with like, don't eat this, don't eat mm -hmm. this, whatever. Think about things that you want to add to your to your what you're eating. You know what I mean? So rather than thinking like, oh my goodness, don't just eat pints of ice cream. Think like. Today, like I know for me, one thing that helped me is I would have a goal every day to have five different kinds of fruits and vegetables. Mm, that's good. So, and it was just like, it was just kind of like a fun way for me where I was like, okay, you know, oh, let's see for breakfast, I'm going to have, you know, a couple of different kinds of fruit or whatever, or maybe make like a little smoothie and stuff and make sure I'm having just like 
know, colorful moments. And that way I'm thinking more about what I'm adding in. I'm th- I was always thinking about like, am I getting enough protein? Am I getting enough carbs? Am I getting enough fat? Because you need all of that rather mm-hmm. than thinking more so like, am I gaining weight? Is this or that? Think more about like fueling your baby, fueling your body um, and just like supporting it for this incredible journey, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that also translates to afterwards, like we said mm-hmm. earlier, is um, the fourth trimester. The fourth trimester. <laughs> they don't talk about that. They don't talk about it very much. But it is real. And yeah. it's a struggle mentally and it's struggle physically. Because you're still, I mean, your your pelvis went through trauma mm-hmm. uh, during labor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are recovering from that. And so physically you can't do very much. But it again why you're trying to keep a tiny human alive Mm -hmm. and everything and if you are breastfeeding or pumping like you're producing life-giving nutrition for your baby so Mm -hmm. there's just a lot going on yeah Um, your body has a lot of additional in fact i think i read that don't quote me on this but um (laughs) during like after like when you're breastfeeding and after you have your baby you actually have a higher caloric need than when you're pregnant so i think it's something like 500 plus calories mm-hmm. well in an additional that need to be added when you're breastfeeding and stuff versus like whatever it is in the different trimesters you know three to yeah or whatever yeah. um so i think that's important to this is our studio dog teddy <laughs> shout out for teddy he's trying to be a watchdog <laughs> um but yeah i think just focusing on fueling your body and, and hydrating enough and that kind of stuff not stressing yourself out, but like really just celebrating what your body can do is so important. Yeah. And whenever you are ready to go back into exercise, like, again, we're both fitness instructors. So we know um, the beauty and the benefits of exercise and how, um, how it can help you whenever you're ready and you feel ready, go ahead and come and just know that a lot of these studios, especially like I love our studio because we, a lot of us are moms and mm. a lot of us know we do this for us. We do it mm. for our mental state, for our physical state. And we're very supportive of each other. Um, mm. All the instructors, all the people um, who the clients, they come in and there is no judgment. There's, mm. It's not like going to other gyms where everyone's like, oh, look how much I can bench press or mm. look how much weight I've lost. It's more of a, oh my gosh, you know how many burpees you did yesterday or last week? Now you did like an extra one this week. Like that's how supportive we are. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like there's no shame in ever, ever, ever in modifying exercises. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm so, I am so much more proud of someone who recognizes they need to modify and modifies and therefore is able to execute that exercise correctly versus someone who's just going to try to force themselves to do it incorrectly just to do it. Yeah. Like that, that is, it's so wise to modify when you need to modify. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, it, I think sometimes we kind of get in our head, like I have to do everything full out and whatever, like don't pressure yourself. You know what I mean? Whether you're recovering from having a baby or you're still pregnant or you know, you have a sore pelvis, you know, whatever it is, like modify where you need to, you know, your body best and you feel when maybe something feels off and always, always modify when you need to, you know, for sure. Um, and it's not to say I, um, I, I want to be honest with you all in that even a, a year after having my daughter, my second pregnancy, I still struggle with my 
like with my weight and the, the way I view my body. Right. So I have been able to lose, um, 20, 20 some pounds and I'm pretty much back to pre-pregnancy weight, but I still have this, I need to work out. I need to get back. I need to, um, look good or whatever. And I think you look great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have never, I never really felt attractive and it sounds so vain, but I, I've always felt like I compared to other people. I'm like, she's beautiful. And I'm not a white person. I'm Asian, you know, so there's already that barrier for me. And so Mm -hmm. then I'm like, well, I don't look like that blonde model. I don't look like that other person who is on the covers and that's beautiful. And I struggle with, um, what beautiful looks like. And after the second pregnancy, I still have a pooch Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I'm working out. I'm doing, I teach three classes a week. I do this and that. Mm-hmm. I go to some classes and whatever. And I still feel like I have a gut that just won't go away. And that's my, that's my honest, like telling you all that I'm still struggling with this still. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I wor- I've been working out before work every, every day of this last two weeks, I started, um, like online programs or whatever. Cause I just, I can't make myself go to the, I can't go to the gym. I don't have time, but I can do 20 minutes at home before I go to work. And I've been doing that more for the mental state of, I feel like I got something done mm-hmm. and I struggle. And I'm at this point though, I am trying to think of it not as I'm losing the weight, but I'm also gaining muscle. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, the tone that I had before Carter had gone away. And so now I'm working to get that back. And I think that's something that I want to give a little shout out here. Cause I, with my disordered eating mindset for years, I was always so concerned about numbers, like how much I weighed. I wanted to weigh a certain amount and I was desperate to get down to that weight and blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day, you know, when you're gaining muscle, a lot of times your weight can go up although you may be looking more toned Mm -hmm. um, because muscle weighs more than fat. And I think that that's something that's why I think it's like really beautiful to have a goal to, you know, maybe to, like you said, gaining more muscle or getting stronger or being faster or whatever it is that you were, you know, challenging yourself to be rather than um, I think sometimes as women, we can get caught up with the scale. That's why I kind of have like a love hate relationship with the scale based on just my past with that. Um, I found a lot of healing and not focusing on that because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's wild to think of where the scale is now for me compared to before, but I can tell you right now, I have way more muscle tone now than I did before when I was pregnant, Mm -hmm. before I was pregnant. So I'm actually really pleased with where I'm at based on, you know, where I've come since then. And the scale doesn't reflect that, Mm -hmm. you know, the scale reflects 
I mean, about the same or maybe even more than I weighed before, but that's not what matters to me because my goal is like, I want to be strong and Mm -hmm. I want to be like fit and and I want to be healthy and I want to be able to toss my son up in the air. And Mm -hmm. he weighs a lot. (laughs) He's like, he's like a freaking kettlebell. But, um, so like, that's exciting too. So I just kind of want to encourage some of our listeners, like, you know, if that's something that you're like, oh my gosh, you know, so concerned with numbers, maybe like think, think about that aspect as well. Cause for me, that's kind of my, where I'm at. But thank you. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I, I, that is the, the struggle that I, uh, my, my little, um, my little demon, right. My, the guy that's just like saying, oh, you need to lose your weight and stuff. Um, but I will say this program that I'm doing, it, it's actually the beach body program. Um, job one. It's 20 minute exercises five days a week. I've heard of that. Yeah. And so I've been doing, I've been able to do that and, um, they made me take before pictures. And Mm. so I'm hoping that after four weeks, maybe it's not the number on the scale that I'm really concerned about. Cause I really, I'm, and I wrote that I'm not really worried about losing the weight. I do just want to feel like I have gain some muscle tone and I, I feel better, like just more energy. Cause I'm just, dra- I feel like I'm dragging. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that after four weeks that that's something that will happen. And if not, then maybe I do need to even like focus my, my mindset a little bit more of like, what, what is it that I want and what do I find happy happiness in? It's like, it's cause it's not, I don't want to be a stick figure. Like I, that's not what I want. So what's going to make me happy. And I feel like that's what a lot of us women need to do is just figure out what it is that you want. It's not just about weight loss and just remember the general picture that, um, you know, there's healthy and then there's like obsession and Mm -hmm. I'm at, I I'm, I'm teetering between that and hoping to like kind of work into the, not an obsession, but it's like, I'm trying to be healthy. Mm -hmm. So I'm struggling. (laughs) I'm so I'm working on it. Well, and we appreciate your honesty in that. And, you know, I would definitely say as someone who has definitely come from a really big struggle with the obsession mindset that um, there is healing. Healing can come. And I mean, compared to where I was, I'm I'm truly a different person mentally. Um, Just, I mean, that's a whole story for another day. What, what the Lord did to bring me through that. But I mean, it was, it was, it was truly a transformation that was only by his grace. Um, but yeah, it, cause it, cause you're right. I mean, it, I think we, as humans, we tend to want to find our happiness in something tangible and we're like, Oh, if only this, or if only I was this, then I will. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, for me, the Lord really just took my focus off myself and put it on him and was like, in me only as happiness found. And when my mindset changed from being so focused on what I was doing in this obsession and all these things and the numbers and all that, it was just like, wow, like I really feel like I just, I didn't know, I didn't understand all that, that went into that. I, I truly, I always thought people who had like an eating disorder, quote unquote, were like the little stick, mm-hmm. like skeleton type people. I didn't realize like no, you can be like in the midst of my struggle with disordered eating, I was heavier than I am now. I was a lot heavier and it was, and that's the thing you don't hear that often. So 
shout out to those who are walking through that type of thing. Please leave us a comment or, or, you know, share your story. We we're here for you. We've both walked different, uh, roads, but similar struggles. And, and we, we totally understand. And it's, it's really hard. It's really lonely. And, um, we just want to encourage you in that and remind you that you're not alone. You're not the only one. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll have other podcasts like talking about this again or bringing it up because it's, um, uh, again, like I'm, I'm, am walking through it right now and others. So, stay tuned, I guess, to see like how it goes. Yeah. But, um, we keep finding like common ground. Like, I mean, I hate to say eating disorders to common ground, but uh, just like a struggle with that. Between us, yeah. if we mm-hmm. are having a uh, common ground, there's got to be know other there people. There are more who, people out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And go, so to close off our podcast, Um, we wanted to finish off with a prayer, so we'll get that started. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us here today where we talked about our um, struggles with our weight and or just the mindset of it during pregnancy um, and just how it's shaped us, how our past has shaped us and how um, we went through it all with our pregnancies um, and how we're trying to improve into who we are today. And we understand that there's so many ladies out there who are in the same boat as us or have gone through that. And so what we ask is for your grace, for you to give us comfort, to surround us with some love and remind us that our bodies were made by you. You are our artist. You've made us who we are. And you are providing us with a vessel that was able to carry babies, um, a vessel that uh, provided life. And that is a beauty in itself. And so if you can help us just to remind ourselves to give us grace so that we can be happy and know that we went through this motherhood because of you. Thank you, Lord. We pray in your name. Amen. Thanks again for being here with us. Wherever you are listening to this podcast, please hit the subscribe button and like and share our episodes. We love that we can reach out to so many beautiful mamas out there. And if you haven't joined already, please find our Instagram and Facebook page. We can find a link here on the description and please follow us and share. If you listen to our podcast, you can screenshot, tag us and share it on your social media platform. We would love to give you a shout out. Thank you so much and tune in to next week's episode where Ileana interviews a special guest and talk all things working moms.